White Hot Magazine, one of the world's leading platforms and institutions for contemporary art. Visit us online at whitehotmagazine.com and follow us on social media. This is a conversation between myself and Donald Batchelor, the famous New York painter. I recorded a telephone conversation with Donald a number of years ago for White Hot Magazine. You're listening to Art World, the White Hot Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Noah Becker. White Hot Magazine. Oh, right, that's right. That's what uh, told me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been publishing the magazine for about a decade. And, um, right, no, I know. Yeah. I'm also an artist, so I like to talk to artists. Um, so, the, best, the best interview I ever did was with uh, a guy named David Kapp, who's a painter. It was for Bond Magazine. Kaim and Reed. Right. And um, is how long have you been with that gallery? Um, since around, uh, gosh, I, the first show I did there was in the late night, like maybe nine or something like oh. that. But I've been represented by them since 2001 or 2002. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. And how many pieces will will there be? I'm not sure. They picked up a lot of stuff from my studio over the last few weeks, and I lost count at some point. Oh, okay. Uh, I kind of leave that choices often up to John, because he has a pretty good sense of hanging that way. He kind of insists on hanging shows, uh, and he usually has a pretty good sense of what belongs where. Yeah. Um... And is, um, is, but is, but is, it might be sparse, mm-hmm. it might be jam full of stuff. I'm mm-hmm. not, I mean, we'll do it together, of course, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly yet how what it's going to look like. Right, but is it stuff that was produced new for it, or is it kind of... Most of it, yes, most of it's from this year, and uh, there's a couple of, there's one older painting that I began to paint, I began in uh, uh, 1998, I think, 97 or 98, and rolled it up and put it away. And moved studios a couple times and saw it and unrolled it uh, somewhere before last and realized it didn't need. I thought it had been wildly unfinished, so I hadn't spent much time looking thinking about it. But then uh, I realized it was pretty much much more resolved than I thought. So mm-hmm. uh, I did what had to be done to it, and, and that's right. That's included as well. 
Well, I wanted to talk about a few specifics about your work because I have followed it since sometime in the 90s. I think the, I saw it in Soho in the 90s the first time. It might have been in, I don't know if Deitch had that space at that time, but that space on uh, Grand Street, I think I saw some large paintings of yours in there. Yorker, I, I really, I didn't look, I didn't like try to look up a chronology or of your history or anything, but. Uh... No, I'm, I was born in Connecticut, my, but my dad was in New Yorker, so he, he was born here. I see. And moved up to Hartford to start a family. Mm -hmm. And the style that you work in, was it a style that you've always worked in, or did you have a kind of a different kind of painting style and then arrived at your current style? Start. Were you? Did you start painting in a certain way, and then and then kind of arrive at your current style, or was it something you were always doing? That's a good question. Um, and I, I think, I mean, I think there's an evolution that goes on. It sort of slows, tends to slow down as one ages. I've discovered mm -hmm. most artists say the same thing. Right. Um, and also, the things that seem like big changes to the artist don't seem like big changes to other people. Um, but uh, I, when I when I do lectures, like slide lectures at at schools or, or for whatever reason, uh, I frequently start with works that I did in in as, as an undergrad to show kind of continuity because there's a lot of uh, a lot of the interest that I continue to have. I had I had already. Back when I was nineteen or twenty, right. Um, so um, it's like a it's like a symbolism that you that you use. I mean, I've seen things like like beach balls and and then things that look kind of more sophisticated. Other things that look more kind of childlike. What do you mean, more sophisticated? Sort of like almost like parts of drawings that are a little bit more. Um, uh, like some of the flowers that I've seen of yours and other uh, symbols that show up in your work are kind of um, very specific, whereas other things are kind of like um, uh, very have a simplicity to them. Right. Uh, I've quite often said, I, I mean, my work is often being compared to children's art, and it's not something that I've ever really, not a reading that I've ever really encouraged, and I'm not really that interested in children's art, but, but obviously it's something that's, that's there, the simplicity, and I mean, and, and artists for centuries have been, or, well, at least since the 19th century, have been wanting to be, bring your work back to a kind of primitive, more primitive, childish, right. childlike right. sense of mm -hmm. discovery and innocence. Right. Picasso talked about it quite a lot, and, Right. Well, I mean, naturally, I'm not going to um, transcribe every 
every single aspect of this. So, you know, if there's something you want to talk about, you could suggest a topic and then, you know, it'll sound like we were talking about it because, like, I'm not, I'm not doing every second of this. So, okay. is there something... Uh, Sorry. How much space will this take up? Is it just a few um, questions or is it a... It'll be quick, you know, some Q&A with images and just kind of something to kind of promote the show, more or less. Did the gallery send you images or did Freddie send them to you? Uh, not yet, but I'll, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get them. They're doing some kind of a catalog, but I don't think it's ready yet. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen it anyway. Okay. Is there another thing that, is there, like, you could suggest something that you want to say? Because um, I like to make sure people say what they put in a little bit of, like, what the, if you, or if you want to just keep talking, you don't necessarily have to, like, push a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a man of few words. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm good. I'd, like, I'd love to answer questions. Okay. Well, then I'll just keep asking you questions and kind of, like, take the best parts and make it sound natural. Um, okay. So I, I, I'm very fond of the collage aspect. Like, the, like there's, I think there's paper in, like, your process where you work with paper to a certain extent. Is that right? There's, um, the, the paintings on canvas are all fabric collages. Okay. And uh, on paper, it's all paper, Sometimes they mix back and forth, but usually it's it's one thing or the other. But they have the same sort of look. Right. I mean, they're similar iconography and and etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but one is paper and one is canvas. And, uh, and when you were in New York, I mean, I've seen, uh, like, an Andy Warhol painting of you and Polaroids of you, and it seemed like there was, you're a part of an era in New York that almost kind of is, a, like, sort of a legendary period that doesn't really exist anymore in New York. Do you, what do you, how do you feel about New York as an art scene nowadays? It seems it's so, um, it's grown so, so many fold over the years. I mean, it's, it, when I got here in 90, uh, sorry, uh, 77 to go to Cooper Union, um, even as a student, the art world seemed like a pretty small place and you could kind of relatively quickly navigate your way around and meet people and it sort of seemed like it was possible to know everyone who was worth knowing, sort of, uh-huh. in a certain sense, and now, now it seems like a, an ocean of galleries and people and artists and information on on what the show I guess I I guess I can get some images of the show before it opens or or, or maybe just images that'll be well, in it there's a, they did a poster as a, as a mail-in, mail invitation I'm uh-huh. not sure if you've seen that 
I, I saw a mail out, yeah. We just got that today. Uh, but I know people were getting them the, during the preceding week. I'm not sure what they did for an email. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. Um, but the poster is a, is a very recent painting of three uh, sort of uh, heads sort of floating around in uh, kind of relation to each other. Right. It's the same head repeated in different So what is the process behind that? Like, what is the process behind that? Do you draw something on a piece of paper and kind of think about it and then plan it? I mean, in... Yeah, everything starts with, everything starts with a drawing. Everything starts with uh, one of my own drawings, a uh, drawing I did yesterday or a drawing I did 10 years ago, right. or something I've collected. There's a lot of sort of uh, quotation, and I don't, I wouldn't use the word appropriation necessarily, but there's a lot of reference to pre-existing imagery. Um, a lot of my drawings are drawings of other drawings, for instance. Uh, uh -huh. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. Drawings of other drawings of yours? So, so every, everything, starts, everything starts with a drawing. Uh -huh. or, or, or an agglomeration of drawings. And... and uh, that you made, you made a, that large sculpture. Uh, I think it was of a woman. Where did you see it? In uh, the airport? I saw a photograph of you. I think it was out in a field or, or, or where was that installed again? It was a, a, a large... Well, there's, there's a few versions of it. There's, there's uh, two or three 10-foot-tall uh, versions that are in public collections. One is in St. Louis walking down the sidewalk in the business district. And that same one is in a mall in uh, Miami. Mm -hmm. uh, a mall that has a lot of lot of actual real art in it. And so a lot of people have seen it in those two places. And then we made a 30 foot tall version that was installed two years ago, more or less in uh, the Gabreski Airport in West Hampton on Long Island. Mm -hmm. at, it's right at the entrance to the airport. Uh, we drive around it to get into the airport. happy to see your sculpture because I'm so familiar with your paintings. Um, it looked like something that was challenging to kind of make sure that something of that size was would be like a stable structure because it's such a unique You're form. The 30, the 30 yeah. I think it's a... Is, uh, it, is that the one that's a woman walking? Yeah, well, it's the same. They're, like I said, it's the same image. I call it a walking figure. Right. Uh, it is a woman, but I think it's also sort of, sort of ambiguous sexual, sexual, 
really right. a, a, a sexual identity, whatever the word is, uh, uh-huh. gender-wise. Um, right. uh, and it's based on a, a drawing I made in 1987. Okay. Uh, and it was, I've been always making sculptures uh, sporadically in the 80s, but I hadn't really found a way to... Uh, that's opening in Carmen Reed is going to be mostly like drawings and paintings or are you going to have some sculpture there as well? transcribe uh, so far. I didn't want to... I don't feel like I said anything, actually. Uh, yeah. You said uh, I started talking about the painting on the poster. Right. Which uh, is is typical of... Uh, there's works in the show that are kind of... They're basically flowers kind of centrally positioned on the canvas. Okay. Which I would think of as exist, the kind of existing body of work continued. And the, the, the image on the the painting on the reproduced on the poster is kind of represents the next the next stage, and, and I think the show is probably about half and half of, of these two sort of parallel investigations. Um, does that make any sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, more mm-hmm. much more of a focus on human imagery, human people than on objects and flowers and right. Right. Yeah, you have a tendency to have people in some, and yeah, yeah, I know that. Although I always thought the flowers were sort of surrogates for self-portraiture in some way. Huh. I mean, they always seem to me they always seem to have some sort of a personality. Huh. Uh, and um, the figures, where where do they have a, an association for you? saying that the flowers kind of might be self-portraiture? Well, I mean, I, 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 I
wondering if I was wondering if if there's um, something that you th- when you make the figures if it if it relates to you personally or if it re- or if it's just sort of represents a figure or where like where did where do those oh I think inevitably I think it has to inevitably I mean there's always some some sort of uh, I mean they're not they're not random and they're not um, there isn't uh, there isn't any kind of narrative implication or different ideas around something that uh, are not there. I guess the, the most recent interview that I did, I, you know, I was I would like talking about work and stuff like that. It's interesting when you say that part of the show is paintings and you're going to have some sculptures there. And, um, uh, oh, what, 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 what would other artists be saying? Similar things. Uh, like I was talking to Frank Stella and... Um, he, you know, he was talking about an over, you know, he has many different periods of work and three-dimensional work and work on paper and stuff like that, and, um, you know, and and you have a similar thing, like you have artists that have a long history and have done a lot of work and also work in different different ways, like sculpturally and on paper, and and I think that your work is is uh, effective as as work on paper and effective as work on on canvas. It's not like you suddenly are doing a study or drawing and it's not it's there's a substantial feeling to most things that i've seen of yours you know no matter what the medium is um i i don't i don't really differentiate between them in terms of one i don't think the canvas is more important than the paperwork they're really the same amount of labor or whatever and not that that's is a sign of value or anything right Mm-hmm. Um, and on a large scale, paper doesn't, it just isn't that, that wildly practical mm-hmm. in the long run. Right. Although Mark Bradford might differ, differ, differ uh-huh. on that. And that's a, those, those, some of those big things are pretty amazing. Right, right. Yeah, that's another thing is, um, yeah, as far as other artists that are contemporaries of yours, uh, do you, do you find um, do you st- interact with certain people or do you find inspiration in certain uh, contemporaries of yours I mean everybody does uh, Philip Taff is, some, is an artist who's always uh, we were friends for many years and his work is endlessly rich in references and uh, he, he has a really uh, kind of scholarly approach to 
doing research and investigations and collections of things, research, uh, imagery, and then how he deploys them is very methodical. And uh, I have a lot of respect for what he does. And also the, the paintings, I think, are incredibly sexy. Mm. Um, and uh, in some way, I mean, our work is really different, but our working process is sometimes actually quite similar in the stages of assuming there was you had uh, an interaction of some kind with him at all or didn't know him? major Basquiat work or just kind of a smallish thing?